Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is uh, another another microblog. I'm not even sure what what number we're up to just yet with these microblogs, but uh, but I'm here, you're here, and uh, Zephin's here too. Hey, -o. hey, -o. how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Good, uh, really good. We had a really nice conversation uh, earlier, and uh, now we're gonna switch gears and chat about uh some some uh some ESO things um but uh but first i i think we should probably kind of call out a couple of things that are that are going on with uh with 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 QGN with Elder Scrolls off the record in particular um so uh briefly we had uh i had a meeting yesterday with uh with uh Liz Rob and uh and Mike and um, we, we kind of came to the understanding that, that things kind of have to change a little bit with the show. Um, so one thing in particular is <sighs> the reason why we came to this understanding is because everyone is literally, except for myself, uh, going through like major life changes uh, with their with their family and their their you know, situations um, in general. So um Without really saying much, um, what Mike wanted me to tell you guys uh, is that for the next two months, um, he's not really going to be around. Uh, reason being is family issues. However, uh, this means that, that we're not going to have a classic Elder Scrolls until probably about May. That makes me very sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably making a lot of people sad right now. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, man! I know. We just got started. Just got started. I'm already bumming people out. Um, so, so uh, Mike did tell me he said uh, likely he doesn't anticipate um, he doesn't anticipate being being gone uh, for more than a month and a half to two months. Um, and and we we may we may hit it on a day where he can join us on on Elder Scrolls off the record, but like specifically classic since he puts so much work into into classic. Um, we're we're likely not going to have classic until probably about May. Um, so I want to at least leave you leave you guys with that and just kind of let you know uh, that that's kind of what's going on. Um, that's really it. That's all I got right now. Uh, we are going to, uh, like I said, everyone is going through like major life changes right now. So I'm not exactly sure how easy it's going to be for us to record anything at all. You might be getting a ton of microblogs. <laughs> you might not. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but we're going to be um, uh, we're going to be we're going to be doing things as we always do, which is. Uh, try and get something out to you and um especially when it comes to to big announcements um we're gonna we're gonna do whatever we can to to get something out to you guys okay so yeah, uh the show must go on it it must it must I, and again i gotta i gotta thank you Zephan, for uh for joining me tonight i wanted i was gonna do this by myself um you know i was gonna let you do that yeah but it was <laughs> it was really good <laughs> I, I was just I'm just kind of in a in a mood right now where I'm like, you know what, I I I'm just not into doing this by myself. Not not this episode. Like, I need I need I I I, I gotta have somebody it, with me on this. It, one. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. You could say you need the Zephyr. I need I need I, <laughs> I needed the strongest man in Tamriel to kind of lift me up a little bit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I needed that. 
Um, and it's really great that I was able to kind of uh, snatch you up for this because we have been playing a lot lately. Yeah. And um, specifically, like the uh, the Dragon Bones stuff, we've been playing a lot lately. Oh, it's so much fun! Yeah. Scale Kohler Peak, Fang Lair. Uh, just. <laughs> just great dungeons, man. Oh, I know. And, and so many people have been having fun with the transmog system. It's it's crazy. I I got frustrated with it. I don't know if you want me to go into detail on that, but uh, but a lot of people are having fun with it. Uh, well, I mean, and actually, just a second. Let me uh, let me kind of just throw this out here. The reason why we're kind of bringing this back up again is because um, let me just lower the music just a little bit. Um, is because uh, PlayStation Four and Xbox One just got their uh, I guess copy or their. Their update, uh, their update seventeen, their their Dragon Bones DLC. Yay! Uh, yes, yes, yes! Congratulations, guys! Um, as of you guys are gonna love it. The twenty seventh. I have been. I'm a little surprised to be honest with you. Like I wasn't gonna bring this up again, but man, I have been getting a lot of people just either saying it in cross chat on Twitter or in the QGN Discord, just kind of either talking to me directly or like you know some of the streamers that we we have to follow on on our uh, Twitter account, um, just kind of like mentioning in 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 um, um, in conversations just here and there. A lot of console people were really 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 excited, more so than I've ever seen before. Well, I mean, if I if I remember correctly, it was you that said this was the expansion you were most excited for for the entire year. Yeah, it was. So, I mean, I mean, can you really be that surprised that other people are really excited for it? No, not at all. I can. I mean, look, I I, I agree, and I can identify the reasons why why people would be. But I've never seen this much of excitement coming from folks who exclusively play on console for any one particular update. Like there 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 were people that are like, "Yes, I can't wait," but wait for Dragon Bones. Like, yeah, it's finally coming. And I'm like, man, these guys are really amped up. This is great, really great. So so it was great seeing that and. Congratulations, guys. Dragon Bones is, is now yours. Again, that means Scale, Kohler, Peak, and Fang Lair, both normal and, um, uh, and vet. vet, right? The outfit system, home storage. You got the new level up uh, experience, right? The, um, the skill advisor. Okay. Um, all huge. All huge. huge. Really huge. Like the, the, um, the level up advisor, the skill advisor. Really, just fantastic updates to the game. I, it's one of those systems where you look back and you say, "How did the game launch without this?" I think a lot of people said that. <laughs> <laughs> With a lot of those features, <laughs> right? Um, so let's let's talk briefly about. Um, so so let's do this. Let's talk briefly together about our our um, our opinions and our experience in Scale Color Peak and Fang Lair. And then I want you to tell me about, you know, what you thought about the outfit system, and then I'll, I'll tell people what I think about the um, the new level-up system in home storage. Sounds like a plan. All right. Scale Color Peak and Fang Lair. Um, I know you and I were streaming on Late Night Elder Scrolls, and we kind of rated them. Um, 
it's kind of hard to remember that. <laughs> uh, but I mean, what do you give me? Give me the skinny on scale, Kolar Peak, and Fang Lair, according to 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 you, Zeph. What do you think? Uh, and and you take either one as, as as it comes. Okay. Well, if my memory does serve me, and if it doesn't, and somebody calls me a liar, I'm going to say, "Oh well, that's my score." Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Fang Lair, I'm I'm going to give that uh, a nine. I really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, everything from the atmosphere to the uh, dynamic uh, battles. Um, and when I say that, is I, I really enjoyed the new mechanics. Yeah. Um, I mean, everything about it. I mean, the story was great. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was, was darn near perfect. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, Scale Caller Peak, I think I only rated that like a six. Yeah, that's right. You were you were a little low on that one. Yeah, I was pretty low on that. Now, I mean, you know, I mean, six is not bad. That's still good. I, I just didn't think it was great. the The fights were still um, still interesting. Like the the mechanics were still good. Um, nothing wrong with that. The, I think the really the big thing that that drew me away was two things: was the story. I didn't think the story was as good. As Fang Lair. Um, I just, I really had a hard time really caring all that much. Yeah, I, re- I yes. The, 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 the whole necromancer uh, thing going on in Fang Lair um, was really like, it's, it, it is, it's fun. It's really fun and interesting. And um, I kind of felt like, you know, what was going on story wise in Scale Kohler Peak, it was, I got to say forgettable because I actually have forgotten what what was going on over there yeah it was just it was it wasn't very exciting and then the uh the atmosphere was was cool at first when we got in there we were like oh man look at this look up at the ceiling you know check all the stuff out yeah um it was cool at first but the thing is right. is as as i was going through the dungeon it never really changed yes like it was just a lot of the same i mean going up the waterfalls and stuff like that that was kind of cool yeah um but for the most part, it was just a lot of the same kind of atmosphere. So I didn't really rate it incredibly high because of that. I, I you know, I did give it points for it, but not incredibly high for it. Right. Now, both um, dungeons are, are beautifully done. I, I do have to yes. say that. However, Scale Color Peak does up in next to Fang Lair. You got to say Scale Color Peak ends up visually being a bit monotonous. Yes. But only because it's it's very long or not it is longer okay it's it, it, it's a longer dungeon and i think the way it was set up visually i think three quarters into it i think we said this too on the stream about three quarters into it i think i, I said if i go through another you know like arena then door then arena then door kind of thing i think i think a little i think more than this i'm going to be kind of enough with that right it, one of the things i will say in this that this hits on both dungeons was the flow of the dungeons changed completely from the yeah. dungeons that we're used to. Yes. The, the, you know, the dungeons that we're used to is like, okay, there's, you know, three, four bosses, whatever. Right. Throughout the dungeon, you go through, you fight a lot of mobs. Yeah. Between each one. I mean, there's a mob group 
and then shortly after another mob group, and then shortly after another mob group, you know, you're you're inundated with all these mob groups. Right. A lot of which trash is really just trash. Place, yeah, a lot of know? trash in the other dungeons. A lot yeah. of trash. And then you hit a boss. You're like, okay, we're at the boss. Right. Whereas in these two particular dungeons, they completely changed the flow to mm-hmm. where it was a lot less trash mobs, a lot more bosses. Uh-huh. Um, so you'd only fight maybe, you know, three three groups of trash mobs, bam, boss fight. Yep. Couple groups of mobs, bam, boss fight. Yep. You know, so and then that's where the the you know the meat of the the dungeon is, is is it's all about the boss fights. Nobody cares about the trash mobs. No. You know, the trash mobs are really just there to teach you some of the mechanics of the upcoming boss fights. I mean, to me, that's that's what they're there for. Right, get a little experience, you know, uh, kind of organize yourselves a little bit. Yeah, with, without a doubt, you know, provide provide a little challenge between, you know, the beginning of the uh, the dungeon and the next boss, and and from boss to boss as well. Yeah, uh, and 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 ESO has always done this very very well, where they will have one mob, that on your way to a boss. Or one mechanic in the dungeon itself that that teaches you, okay, this is what this is, this is what it does, this is how you handle it. So when you get to the boss and that boss during that fight, you will see that same exact mechanic. You're already a little used to it, so it's, it's just really not throwing you off guard. Yeah, yeah. It, it really. I mean, that's one of my favorite things about both of these dungeons together is the fact that it's it's. Uh, less trash, noticeably less trash mobs than we're used to in other dungeons. So that was that was um, that was a change in that uh, in a, in a dungeon that I didn't think I didn't know I wanted. Um, and and it seemed like it felt like there was more bosses um, in in these. And the boss fights, uh, I think specifically Fang Lair felt far more mechanic heavy. And it was nice, especially that final boss, uh, the, f- the final fight in Fang Lair. Very mechanic-heavy, but not, like, annoying mechanic-heavy. Like, it was, it was, you could grasp it, you could figure it out. It'll, it might take you a couple of tries, but you felt accomplished with every try you did because you knew, you, probably because of how the dungeons laid out and what you were talking about earlier about the trash mobs, kind of, you've seen these mechanics before. Um, and, and so every step of the way, even if you failed, you felt like you had made progress and you were incentivized to, to go a little a little deeper, a little uh, try one more time. And, and the boss fights, especially in Fang Lair, I thought were really good. Um, and, and both in general, I thought, were, were, were very good. Um, so, yeah, so... Um, Okay, uh, on the on those uh, those those two uh, those two dungeons, uh, Zeph, did you uh, did you have anything else? Um, no, I mean you know when we went in there, we did them on on normal. Um, you know we wanted to to really experience the story and and go through it and really take our time with um, all the aesthetics, and and really get to see the dungeon for the first time. Yeah. Um. Now I've heard the vet is uh, rather challenging, so I would be interested to go back and uh, really hit it hard. Yeah, a know? lot of one shots. Yeah, a lot of yeah. them. Yeah, I think in both oh, yeah. dungeons too. Mm-hmm. Both dungeons, a lot of bosses have, and it's not like just the last boss has something that's got a one shot mechanic and look out for it. Like 
both dungeons, I believe, there's multiple bosses in there on vet that have one shot mechanics, and you you really gotta you really gotta pull together as a group. And that's that's awesome. It's a it's a good challenge. I think it's one of those things that uh, they did a very good job at balancing the fact that it's not impossible to do. You don't have to worry about saying, okay, well, we're nowhere near good enough for this. You know, this dungeon. You you have to learn the fights. Yeah. Learn the fights. Learn the mechanics, and uh, and hit it. All right. Um. Tell me. Tell me about the outfit system because I I jumped into the outfit system myself and I kind of messed around a little bit with uh, my uh, my mains shoulder armor and um, got it to I switched the style I, I thought it was very so so what I did with my shoulder was I switched the style like I was wearing the uh, I'm wearing the monster um, oh jeez uh, monster uh, helm and, and shoulder set from uh Talking about uh, Dark Shade Caverns with um, Engine Guardian. Yes, that's it. The Engine Guardian. Yeah, I'm still wearing that. So, if, you know, the, he the the shoulders on that is like a one pulled uh, one one shoulder uh, thing. It's like a one one piece of armor on one shoulder, and the other one looks like it's completely vacant. So I wanted to balance that out. So I chose like a Breton style kind of uh, piece of armor, and and now he, he's balanced out. He's looking really good, and I dyed it and all that. Um, That's awesome. I had a really good experience with it. But what what about you? you? What kind of experience did you have? So one of the things that I really, really like about the transmog system is if I want to change the look of my equipment, just just the look, maybe I'm bored with it. Maybe there's a new style that came out that, I, oh, now I want this new style. I don't have to go and craft new gear. You know, if, if I'm wearing trials gear because I like it for the stats and everything, I'm not stuck with that specific style that maybe doesn't really fit what I, you know, had envisioned on my character. I can just go and change it. That's awesome. It makes things so much easier than having to craft all new armor. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, and, and the system is really intuitive. It's uh, it's it's easy to get into and and learn how to move things around and, and do what you want to do. I thought but, so too. I thought it that I thought it was very intuitive. If you know how yeah. to work the die station, what, what it used to be, it's not the outfitting station. But uh, if you if you remember how to work the die station, it's it's works exactly the same way. Oh yeah, yeah. Now the part that did frustrate me, as I mentioned earlier, is uh, a hide helmet. Yes. I, I was so yes. frustrated with this. Anybody who was watching late night would would, would know my frustration on it. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I think anybody who plays ESO and you know would kind of know. Okay, well, I'm just going to go into my menu system and uh, select hide helmet, like pretty much most other MMOs do. Right. Um, and so when I logged in that day, uh, I noticed that uh, my character had a helmet. Why is my helmet showing? Oh, well, you know, big update. Maybe they just reset some of the settings, whatever. I'll just go back into the menu system and uh, shut it off. Well, I went back into the menu system and I couldn't shut it off. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> uh, yes, I had the same and, panic attack. Yeah, I, I went back and forth with this. I, I tried, you know, shutting it off, tried taking my costume off because at the time I was wearing a costume. Right. I uh, tried taking my costume off back on off back on tried trying to hiding my helmet whether i was wearing a costume or not nothing was working i was like this thing is just broken i don't know what the heck is going on 
and uh, and thankfully, thankfully, one of our wonderful community members saved me. He sent me a whisper, so very generous. Uh, sent me a whisper and told me how to do it, um, which is completely different from what I was used to and, and all of us were used to. Um, and, and so now I have to go into my appearances mm-hmm. in the menu. Yep. Um, so go to your appearances where you uh, put your costumes on and, and stuff like that. And uh, under hats, now there's a, a little box there that says hide helmet. Yes. Was yep. this written somewhere that I did not see? Because I, I remember I always read all the patch notes and I don't recall seeing that. Uh, I don't know. I, I would If it's written anywhere, it'd be those patch notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, if it was, it was written there and it was hidden in there or something. I don't. Maybe I skimmed by it or something and, and didn't notice it. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's it's really hidden. It's a kind of thing. It's like it's hidden so well. It's kind of the only thing that you would find if you just let a puppy loose and you just run after it. You know, which like, I do sometimes, but <laughs> this time I was not in the mood. Right? You'll find you'll find sandwich shops doing that. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So let your puppy go running around your neighborhood and go chasing after him. Guarantee you, you'll find either a laundromat or a Quiznos. But I mean, I, I mean, answer me this. Yeah. Why the change? Why? Why did they I, feel the need to take it out of know. the menu system that all of us since the beginning of the game were used to doing? Yeah. Why would they change it and move it over to the appearance section? I could not tell you. I I have had this same question. Now, you can actually do this now. There's two ways that you can hide your helmet. Like Zephan said, the appearance tab, go to hats, select no hat. Or you can go to the outfit system and basically do the same thing there. You can kind of like hide the appearance of your of your head armor. From- now, now, that does work. Unless you're wearing a costume. Correct. If you're wearing a costume, it doesn't work. Right. If you're wearing a costume, you have to go into the appearances, go to uh, hats, and then select no helm. Right. I-, I didn't know that this was this was a thing that needed to get changed. I-, I will I will be honest with you when I say that you go into the earlier, okay? The way the, the where it was nested in the menus earlier at it was hidden, but at least if you applied a little thinking, like, okay, I get it. Like, it'd be in, like, this area here. Fine. You, you ended up finding it. So it was a little hidden. Um, I don't know if it's... You could find it easier now, and we were just used to it being in that position before. I think that's exactly what it was. That Because we I, was, I, was, I was fixated on, nope, you hit escape. And then you go to your menu system, and that's where it is. Because I've been doing it for years. Right. So I was like, there's either this thing is broken. Because there is a thing. So if you go to that same exact spot in your menu system, there is a thing that says that. Um, but I, I would click on, off, on, off, and it didn't change anything. I, I still, to this day, don't know what that, that it, it does. But it's still there. It just doesn't do anything. It's like the gem in Diablo, uh, Diablo Two. Possibly, but I don't know. I never killed the devil. (laughs) (laughs) You see that that little purple gem in the chat rooms of Diablo Two? It's like you push the gem and says, "Gem has been activated. Gem has been deactivated." When you push it again, yeah, remember that thing? Ever and there was, (laughs) 
And there was uh, there was so many rumors as to what that did. Like, oh, it drops more gold if you activate the gen. It did nothing. It was a placebo. No, it does nothing. It does nothing. I don't know. I, I have no idea what it is. But <laughs> <laughs> at any rate, that was my frustration with the uh, the appearance system. But overall, it's it's very good. I like it. Right. <laughs> and and actually, I think it's uh, it's far more affordable than you would think for uh, for a starting character. It's a little pricey. You know, if you're just starting out playing, it, it is going to be a little pricey. Be forewarned on that. Yeah. But for somebody who is uh, who's been playing for a while, has you know maybe like a max level character or high level character, um, the the price is negligible. It's really not a big deal. Um, somebody did mention to me. They said, "Well, you know, it's not that much, but I mean, if you're, you know, I mean, a few thousand gold, you know." doing a lot and everything that's that's really going to add up and i mentioned like i mean maybe if you're like a fashionista and you got to change every day <laughs> yeah it's going to get kind of pricey but honestly how often are you really changing your appearance on your character you right know? <laughs> it's, it's very true yeah how often are you actually doing that i mean uh, i agree yeah I agree yeah. with you. I mean, I, I know people out there that'll change their champion points for every, you know, trial that they do or every dungeon that they do so they can get the, the min-max on that particular dungeon. I mean, that's 3,000 gold a pop, and <sighs> they don't think anything of it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Lord. All right. Um, again, this is all for the benefit of the uh, the console folks who uh, either are, are breaking into Dragon Bones and Update 17 or, or aren't sure if they want to uh get it get the get dragon bones yet you, everyone's got update 17 at this point it's just a, a, a question as to have you do you have access or have you purchased uh dragon bones the, the dlc um okay home storage so uh zef did you buy any of the uh the new storage containers yet i did not okay so um i can tell you this all right i i do like them all right uh you get a uh, you 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 can purchase um, either a 60 item limit chest or a 30 item limit chest. You can own four of each. You own four of each. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, and each, so, so the 60 item chest is 2000 crowns a piece. The 30. Wait, wait. So you can't, you can't spend in game gold to get them. Um, let me check my notes here, uh, because I I haven't I haven't looked that deep. I haven't. I mean, I'd be deep. very curious if there's some other in-game way of getting them aside from crowns, like uh, Telvar stones, uh, gold, you know, something that that I could earn in-game without being a you know a subscriber. Okay. Yes. So yes. Um, Telvar stones. Uh, and master rits and master rits. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so you can get these chests and coffers. Uh, the chests are the 60 item limit and the coffer is the 30 item limit. So, uh, you can get them with Telvar stones. You can get them with master rits. All right. Um, I went in, um, and I bought a 60 item limit chest. So I bought one chest. It was 2000 crowns. Uh, the coffer, which again is the 30 item limit one, that's a thousand crowns. Um, I don't know the cost on the Telvar stone or, the, or, or, you know, the master ritz. I don't, I'm not too sure, uh, how, how exactly that works. Um, 
So I don't know the cost on the Telvar stones, but I can tell you that uh, it is a. Uh, I spent two thousand crowns. I spent two thousand crowns on my one chest, and I dumped a bunch of crap that I had on my character in there, <laughs> like gear and whatnot. And it's it's great. It looks very nice uh, sitting next to uh, my bed in my um, in my my uh, player house, and I just I like it a lot. So it's no, that's not a shared bank space though right um what do you mean shared like no well as in like okay so if i have stuff in my inventory anywhere i'm in the world i can access it you know i can just open up my inventory there it is that's what i have in my bags um now my other storage is in my my bank so if i go to the bank there's a ton of stuff in my bank i can access everything there um now if i have the chest in my player housing i cannot access that stuff from the bank i have to go to my house to access the stuff there correct Correct. yes and and you can drop a copy of it in another house right so that can be done but you would still have to go to one of your houses yes it has it to uh to select it correct yeah yeah that's uh that's that's how that works but it's not like it's not like I drop I drop one in in my house, and you can just run up to it and pull your stuff out of out of out of it. Like if you owned if you owned a chest, and you came to my house, you wouldn't be able to open up my chest and get your things out of it like you you can with I think my banker. Right. right. Um, it's only it's it's my chest. It's in my house. Only I could pull the stuff I've put in there out of it so it's so in a way it's so so you know to answer your question is it shared bank space it is but only for me so i would be able to take a copy of that and put it into like another house and that's how it's shared right now do you know if uh it does work similar to the bank so say if you're not an eso plus member okay so you don't have the uh nigh infinite uh storage space for all of your uh crafting ingredients <laughs> um can you still go to a crafting station without pulling the stuff out of your uh your housing inventory um can you still go to a crafting station and use those mats or do you have to pull them out of your player housing to use them like you uh you know for instance like the bank if you have your stuff in your bank you can just go to a crafting station and still use that stuff um, don't quote me on this. All right. I believe that whatever you put into those chests or coffers are not accessible to you when you're at a crafting station. So it does have some, uh, some withdrawals on it. Um, right. But I mean, it's still more storage space. So awesome. Well, the thing is, is that, um, I, it, it works in a way where if you're putting armor in there, you don't have to worry about accidentally deconstructing that armor when you're at a crafting station. Well, yeah, but you could still just lock your armor. Correct. So you don't, you know, decon it. Right, which is what I, I have done when it comes to, you know, stuff that's actually in my bank. Um, but this is this is one other way of, of going around doing that. So I, I kind of see it as, as almost like a perk that yeah. I don't have to... Th- what if I forget to lock the, the piece that I... You know, I just got it at a dungeon... I had to log out. Here I am. I logged back in. I forgot about that piece. 
and I forgot to lock it. And because this has happened to me. And I'm just deconning, 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 deconning. And shit, I decon that. I did not mean <laughs> to decon, you know, uh, that. That's rough. You know, Gro- Grothdar's helm, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah I, yeah, I I mean, I could see that as a, a spot to put something that maybe, um, say, I don't have a banker at my house. Okay, so I can't just go to one place and access all of my inventory, even though I got to go to two different, you know, essentially stations. Right. Um, so maybe I don't have a banker at my house. Um, so I could still see it as a place I could put some stuff that I'm not going to access on a regular basis. You know, something I'm not going to need all the time. Maybe I'm, uh, you know, collecting an armor set. Now, I'm not using that armor set because I'm waiting to get all five pieces for it. Well, I can just throw that in my in my housing. I don't have to go to it all the time. Just once in a while, I, I'll just go over there and do that. It's a, it's a nice extra storage area. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just a little something extra. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, the, the only reason I, I have not purchased it is because I, I am an ESO Plus member. And... Uh, still up to this time, I've, I don't run out of space. I don't run out of bank space at all. Yeah. So I don't really, you know, I've never really had to worry about it. Yeah. You don't really see a need for it. Yeah. I don't really see a need to get more bag space when I'm not even filling up what I already have, you know, like my, my banker, I've already purchased the, the maximum amount of slots that you can, you can have on my character. I've already purchased the maximum amount of spots I can have on my character, um, and so I have way more than I than I need. Yeah, I'll tell you this. I don't know what the Telvar stone cost is on these things, but as far as the crowns go, I I do believe that the price tag is 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 a bit steep. Um, I I, I don't necessarily think uh, if you are an ESO Plus member, okay, spending two thousand crowns for a a sixty slot chest or even a 30 slot coffer i don't necessarily think that you're looking at that price tag and you're seeing what you're getting for it and you're saying yeah that's, that's well a- i mean yes and no yes and no right. if you are a beginner player okay so if you're just freshly starting out and you have not purchased any slots in your bank or your bags getting an extra 60 slots for 2000 crowns is actually a pretty good deal um, you know, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's actually not, not that great of a deal. Cause you can get, um, you can get a lot out of the, the bank space and your bag space for little amounts of, of gold in game. You know, your first few slots are, are pretty cheap. Um, now end game wise, if you're talking about, I've already purchased most or all of my slots for my, my bank and my bags those get really, really expensive. Yeah. So when you compare that to, okay, well, I could spend, you know, I don't need, it's been so long since I, I bought the maximum slot amount. Uh, maybe you can help me out with this. But I remember it was, gosh, it was like half a million or something. Like uh, yeah. I don't think Ridiculous I've, amount. Yeah. It's a lot. Ridiculous at some point, amount. you're looking for, at for like 10 slots, 10 slots or whatever. Yeah. And it's know, always like, 10 slots. So that cost is constantly going up and it's always just an extra 10 slots. And at some point, I was looking at this. Uh, I think it was like ten thousand gold or something like that for for ten slots, and 
I remember thinking to myself, like, this is getting really out of hand. And and I think it even goes up to, like, 20 or 20-something 20 at some point. And I was like, nah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It gets way more than that. Way, oh, way more than uh, that. Uh, yeah, that. Nah. Yeah. Like nah. like I said, I think my final one was, like, I want to say it was somewhere around, like, half a million. It was ridiculous. Damn. Amount. Um, And uh, so, I mean, when you compare that to that, it's like, okay, well, I could spend, like, we'll just say half a million. I could spend half a million on, like, 10 extra slots. Or I can get 60 slots for 2,000 crowns. Now it's sounding like a really good deal, right? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I mean, I would say that's still a, you know, so it just depends on where you are at in that in that uh, spending it, game as to whether it's worth it or not. It, it really, really does. Because I, I'll tell you this, you know, um, it's it, when you're looking for storage, what's nice to know is that there's lots of options now. And... Um, there's lot there's lots of options and there's lots of ways to pay for those options and lots of costs for those options. So um, before you run out, um, console folks, uh, before you run out and get one of these these chests or coffers, kind of look at look at your needs and look at the cost. There's definitely a cost benefit analysis with this, and and definitely take a look at that. Ha, you know, have you? Do you have a lot of bank space available to you? Is this something that you're still butting your head up against? Is 60 slots really going to make that difference? Is 30 really going to make that difference? And is it worth the crown cost? Is it worth the Telvar stone cost? So I would really think about that. Look, I like how it's working. Okay, I don't necessarily like the price. I think it's a little steep. A little steep. Okay. Um, I'm sure there's, there's factors here that maybe I'm not even considering. Um, however... I'm 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 open to hearing that. However, I I really don't see how how two thousand uh, crowns for for sixty slots or a uh, thousand for thirty is is necessarily worth it. That being said, I spent it, so <laughs> you know there there it is. Okay, yeah, um, it's uh, it, it gets kind of crazy. I mean, even with the saddlebags and stuff like that. I mean, you're. You're spending, you know, not a lot of money. It's what, like 250 gold and everything, but you get like one slot. Right, that's very true. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to uh, the final thing I want to talk about for um, for for uh, Dragon Bones and, and Update 17. By the way, a note on Scale Caller Peak and Fang Lair, folks. The first time you walk into one of those dungeons, you get a brand new um, you get a brand new hat. So just keep that in mind. It's uh, it's always going to be in your appearance tab, and uh, so, so just keep that in mind. So you may want to for for those of you out there who are like ah, I don't really do dungeons. Eh, if you like collecting things, just walk in there. It's kind of cool. So um, level up experience. All right, so I actually started a brand new warden uh, just to go through this. Right now, the warden is, I believe, level 17. Um, so still, you know, obviously the beginning of the game. Um, but I started specifically a warden because it's the class I know least about and have had the least amount of game time with. And I wanted this combat system to have the most impact on me. I really wanted this thing to hold my hand and walk me through the warden. And the way this works is you, you kind of tell this thing. First of all, you let, you could choose to have it turned off or remain, keep it on. 
but you tell this thing what you want to do. Do you want to be like a certain type of warden? Okay? Beast Caller is one of them. Um, it explains to you what that type of warden does. It tells you its um, uh, resource that it relies heavily upon. And then once you get that figured out, which you can change that at any time, by the way. You, you, at level 17, I actually changed, uh, well, I guess we'll call it my, my calling. Um, I changed it. And now it's it's telling me uh, it's advising different skills. But anyway, you, you tell it what you want it to do, essentially. And then in the in another tab, it starts telling you what um, what skills it advises you to to take, and it, it'll give you like a list of three. Like either go with this skill or maybe this passive, and it'll either tell you a class skill or a weapon skill, depending on the type of class uh, you're, you're looking to, to become uh, subclass rather uh, you're looking to become um, the other thing that I really like about this is um, it explains to you every single level that you hit what you received for that level your skill point, your attribute point it tells you the kind of reward that you're about to receive for that level and then you claim those rewards um, the rewards <clears throat> pop up in your inventory immediately. And then next level, it tells you what your rewards are going to be for the next level. And then below that, it tells you what your next milestone level is going to be. So I think it's like every five levels is a milestone level. So level 5, 10, 15, 20. I think that's, I think that's it. Um, and these milestone levels... You know, they give you some really cool, some really cool rewards, such as it'll explain to you, hey, you know, level 10, you finally have access to uh, the, the group, um, the group finder. Um, it, and it'll give you like, you know, uh, a, the, the Sorel horse so you can mount up and, and start riding around. Um, so it, it'll give you those kinds of things as well. This thing, it sounds a hell, it, it, it's it, it works a hell of a lot better than any way I could possibly describe it um, because it's such a tremendous amount of information packed and tucked away <clears throat> in a very recognizable, but n in a very recognizable place, but in a way that's not interfering with anything at all. And you can always turn it off if you don't want it on. I can't rave enough about it. Zephyr, what that's do you think? Awesome. What do you think about this, Zeph? Oh, I think it's fantastic. Love it. Okay. Have you uh, have you had a, lot, a chance to kind of get into it or, or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I spent some time uh, time messing around with it. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you, you really you just hit it right on the head. I, mean, <laughs> I really don't have a lot to add to it. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, no. I, yeah, I mean, I think it's great. All right. Uh, I, I kind of thought maybe I was doing a bit of a, a shit job, kind of describing it. <laughs> no, 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 you did, you did great with it. <laughs> um, so console folks, all right, PlayStation Four, Xbox One. I really got to tell you, I saw a lot of excitement for Update Seventeen. I saw a lot of excitement for Dragon Bones. That excitement, I do not believe that excitement is unfounded. I think a lot of you folks out there who who decided to either get ESO Plus 
or you decided to buy Dragon Bones DLC, as of you know, as of today, March first, I do not think you are um, you are upset at all. I think everyone here is really enjoying this thing. Oh yeah, it's definitely worth it. All right. Uh, we've got a couple of other things that uh, I want to jump into before we uh, kind of close out the uh, the blog tonight. Um, and that is, uh, number one, most important, uh, Zoss is doing an ESO Live uh, tomorrow, actually, uh, March 2nd at 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, now, they're announcing this on their website. And uh, they're saying that creative, the uh, creative director, Rich Lambert, is going to uh, go through veteran Maelstrom Arena and, and kind of give, like, tips along the way of doing veteran Maelstrom Arena. Again, um, March 2nd, Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern time on their Twitch channel or YouTube channel, rather. Uh, so either one, Twitch or YouTube, they say. Here's the thing. Kind of odd that they're dedicating an entire ESO Live for content that... When did, Vet, when did Maelstrom Maria come out? Two years ago? Came out about, yeah, about that. Well, about a year and a half, yeah. Okay. They're having the creative director of Elder Scrolls Online, a very busy man, play two-year-old content on something that they don't do often, ESO Live, only when they've got information to, to, to give. I'm suspicious. I'm wondering if they're... <sighs> I mean, generally, when they have the ESO live, it's to—it's like breaking news on you know stuff that's coming out, right? Not, now, hey, we're gonna you know show off some stuff that came out a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I Zoss and Bethesda—they are definitely not the kind of company to just to underplay a, a, a major announcement. They never do that. They would never do that. It just doesn't work. Um. Why would they tell people like, hey, we're going to play two-year-old content uh, and our creative director is going to do it and then give massive information and not say, hey, we're going to release, you know, massive information here. Um, I think they would they would play that up and they would say, like, you know, by the way, uh, we are going to give some massive information or some very important news that you might be interested in on this next ESO Live. So definitely check in. They'd want to hype the community up to get us. Uh, an inordinate amount of people to join in and then maybe do something like this on the side. But I don't know. I, I For for what they're saying that this next ESO Live is going to be about, I tend to think that it's also um, against their policy of, of doing something that's meaningful. They, they, every single time they do something, it's there's there's a lot of meaning behind it. There, there, it's got to reflect in their metrics that what we did was imp had a, a, an impact. And I'm not, I don't know, like I'm a little skeptical. Like I kind of feel bad. Like if this is all they're going to be doing, and and they're they're like listening to the show, they're like, well, gee whiz, man, like, you don't think this is going to you know have an impact? Like I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I personally don't think so. Um, yeah. I mean, not to not to knock you know Vet Maelstrom or anything, but. In the same respect, you know, I mean, how many videos are there out on, uh, you know, Twitch and YouTube and what have you that 
give you strategies and show you people running through Vet Maelstrom Arena, you know, from beginning to end. You know, I mean, there's an endless amount. So it's not stuff we haven't seen before. Yeah. You know, are they going to show us strategies we haven't seen before? Doubtful. I don't know. I mean, I suppose there's always that slight possibility, but doubtful. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. What's I, I, really the kick here? Yeah, I tend to think that maybe they've got something up their sleeve. Like, you know, hey, not that they're going to drop, like, massive information at all whatsoever. I, I don't know. I'm just thinking that maybe they're kind of downplaying this ESO Live for some odd reason. I don't know. If they're going to, why do it? Why do it if all you're doing is just this? Like, to me, it's, it's just kind of, I'm a little suspicious that maybe. Um, I mean, you that, know, I'm thinking that maybe there's something that uh, they know that we don't know. Um, just in respect to uh, maybe not a lot of people are playing Maelstrom recently. So they want to try to revive it a little bit. Right. That's the um, only maybe, thing I can think of. Maybe they're seeing in... Um, you know, on their charts that there's a lot of people that are struggling with it. They're just not getting through it. So they're like, well, let's uh, give them a hand so we can get more active users in here. Right. But I, I, that That's the only thing that I could think of. Like if, if you know, when, when Friday hits and, you know, they do this and it's just, it's just, you know, Rich Lambert playing VMA. The only thing I could think of is maybe they're seeing, and I can understand why they would see this, a significant drop in, in people playing VMA and getting those those weapons, which are still, some of those, I mean, those weapons are still, some of them are some of the best in slot, right? Yes and no. They're not what they used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, there's uh, a lot of uh, min-max builds that don't even use them anymore, um, but there's still a fair amount to do. So it's just, um, you know, a while back, it was uh, it was a standard for min-maxing. You you had to have the, um, you know, the Maelstrom weapon, uh, you know, specific guy uh, like, you know, uh, specific trait, depending on uh, what it was at the time. You know, uh, whether it's uh, sharpened or precise, it's changed a couple times. Yeah. Um, yeah, but know. nowadays, like it's, uh, it's changed a lot to where that's, uh, it's best in slot or close to best in slot. But then there are other options as well that are right. on par with it. Still highly relevant. Just, oh, absolutely. Right, right. Okay. Well, all right. I'm actually going to read this out to you because this, this is what they've got on their website. So ESO live March 2nd at 8 PM Eastern veteran Maelstrom Arena. This Friday, tune into ESO Live to watch our creative director battle through Veteran Maelstrom Arena, giving insider tips along the way. Are you having trouble defeating Veteran Maelstrom Arena? Does the rink of frozen blood give you nightmares? Veteran Maelstrom Arena is some of ESO's most difficult solo content, and we've challenged creative director Rich Lambert to defeat all nine stages live on the show. While Rich battles his way through this progressive challenge, he'll be giving some tips on how to best tackle each of the themed arenas. Be sure to watch this Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, to cheer him on and perhaps learn some new strategies straight from the development team. We look forward to seeing everyone on Twitch or YouTube. That's it. Yep. I... So, so this is going one of two ways. Um, and, and obviously you can tell me I'm completely batshit crazy and tinfoil hat wearing retard. Okay. Go 
<laughs> tell I me that offensive. If that is true, <laughs> tell me it's true. Um, it's going one of two ways. It's either it's either straightforward and this is what it is, or they're going to drop a little teaser about their new chapter, and they're just not saying anything. I think they're going to drop a teaser. I don't think it's going to be outright announcement, but no. I think they're going to drop a teaser. Yeah, no, they wouldn't do this for an outright announcement. Right. I don't know. I don't know, guys. We'll see. We'll see. But I, I wanted to bring that out there simply because I had the... Uh, I had the thought, and and uh, I, I wanted to share it with you folks. Since there's since it's a slow news week here, I wanted to sort of share that. Um, speaking of uh, other other things that uh, are, I think are are definitely worthy of a mention here at the end of our show. Um, they've got some uh, some new stuff coming in the Crown Store uh, for this March. All right, some some uh, funny little costumes. One in particular I thought was worth mentioning. Looks kind of funny. is the Moon Sugar Festival suit. Um, you know what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to I'm going to put this right here in, in Skype for you this uh, this way. You could you could see it, Zeph. So there's that. I think your Khajiit would look snazzy in that Moon Sugar Festival suit. Um. Here's another thing that I, I wanted to bring up on this as well. The erstwhile sanctuary. Now, now they had, uh, Zas had brought up the idea that they're going to uh, be putting in the game, as of update 17, a, um, a, a player house that's going to be very similar to the Dark Brotherhood sanctuary. And that's what this is. The erstwhile sanctuary is that. Uh, but it's only going to be available for a limited time. So this is why I'm bringing it up. March 8th to March 12th. Okay, very small window here. If you really want this Dark Brotherhood-esque sanctuary-looking um, player house, Mike, that's you. I know you're listening. March 8th to March 12th, and it's probably going to be like, you know, 50 billion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's probably super expensive. But there it is, March 8th to March 12th, the erstwhile sanctuary. And uh, let's see. Uh, yes, Jester's Festival is coming very, very soon. They've um, they're, they've got uh, the Jester's Festival hat pack is making itself available on their crown store March 29th to April 2nd uh, during the Jester's Festival and also the Madcap Jester Monkey Pet as well as the actual Jester personality will be coming as well. Uh, March 29th to April 2nd. So I know a lot of folks have fun with the Jester's Festival. That personality is hilarious. And this monkey uh, is, is a little frightening, but 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 very amusing as well. Um, what do you think about don't, some of this stuff, Zeph? Don't forget the poser unicorn steed. You know, yeah. it's like a horse, but they made it look like a unicorn. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> masked unicorn steed. <laughs> he's a poser anyway he is a poser you know why because he's not really a unicorn that horn coming right off his head that's not uh that he wasn't born with that that's part of his armor on his head yeah they just wanted him to look like a unicorn right or maybe it is part of it and they just armored the horn no no huh? no no I think so no just no not even a possibility 
No, not no, no. <laughs> now I'm not saying unicorns don't exist. There was a unicorn in the game Oblivion. Yes, there was. Clearly, they do exist. Yes. That that's not a unicorn. I accidentally killed it. What was wrong with you? It attacked me. That was the problem, and I couldn't get away from it. And every single time I tried to like get away, I don't know something was going on where you know the AI glitched. And the well, uni- I mean, they, they are very fast, and they run on rainbows, but, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, no? It, no? It tried, it tried to kill me, and I had to... It was self-defense. I killed it. Sure. Sure it was. Yeah. But was. at any rate, you know, <laughs> I'm looking at all these and everything, and it, it's very um, reminiscent of uh, February. Um, a lot, a lot of limited time stuff. Uh, and it's yeah. just like break out your wallet because we know you already spent all your crowns in February, but you're gonna want this poser unicorn. Yeah, uh, the jester's personality, the monkey, the just madcap jester monkey, the masked unicorn. The... That that monkey pisses me off on a whole nother level. <laughs> the hat pack. They throw poo. <laughs> The Camlorn top hat pack, which we didn't mention, but that's that. Uh, the Sithis Dreadfather um, uh, furnishing, which is ghastly, by the way. Uh, Habalajad's Habil- treasure bundle. Wow. The erstwhile sanctuary. Yeah, all of that is limited yeah. time. Limited time. As a matter of fact, same the, thing they did in February. The only thing that isn't limited time is the uh, the booty shirt and uh, Galaskins <laughs> and the Moon Sugar <laughs> Festival suit. <laughs> that's the only Buddha. thing that's not limited time. Buddha, Buddha, ah, Buddha shirt and Galaskins. <laughs> anyway, yeah, what's the deal with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's messed up. It's mm. messed up, Zoss. Yeah. Don't do this. Making me spend more money. Why does that madcap jester monkey piss you off? Alright. You want to get into this, huh? You threw it down, I see. I, I want see. I gotta hear this. I gotta hear this. What the hell? <laughs> I mean Alright. So I mean anybody who's been here since beta knows that. We had our monkey. It was in the mailbox. <laughs> it was in the mailbox. It was in your mailbox. That's where my monkey was at. I found him. You told me where to find him. He was there. And he was the only monkey. <laughs> there were no other monkeys. Right. All right. Now, we, we've had a lot of other pets over the years. A lot of other pets, but no other monkeys. We've had a lot of reskinned pets. And a lot of reskinned mounts, but the monkey was unique. Mm. This was my monkey and Taco and Taco, and and nothing else came close to looking like him. There were other pets. Fine, you can have your whatever. I got and Taco. That's right. He was he was an individual. He was different. Now you got this other monkey coming in with his bananas and crown. Messing, messing it all up, up the whole game. 
Damn, Jester. I don't like it. Don't mess with my monkey. And Taco's an individual. Can, if you get him, will you please name him N Burrito? I might. <laughs> <laughs> I might. <laughs> just just because that was genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, look, it's either, look, you got N Taco. It's either you name him N Burrito or you name him N Quesadilla. I think I like a burrito better. And burrito. I like that too. I no, no knock on quesadillas; those are delicious. But I'm just saying, burritos better. <laughs> you can make you uh, can make a pretty hearty quesadilla, but but generally speaking, quesadillas are more of a snack than they are a meal. That's true. That's true. That's true. But at any rate, <laughs> I see this opening a door <laughs> to other monkeys coming in, just reskin monkeys of my beta monkey. And I found in my mailbox. No bueno. I don't like them opening that door. <laughs> I don't like that either. I, and I'm glad you kind of mentioned that because I, I was not seeing this uh, here. But, yeah, I mean, um, the, uh, the the monkey that you got for being a beta participant uh, was unique all the way up until, you know, this very moment here when the Mad Cap Jester monkey is going to be available. And, and, look, it's going to be on the store March 29th to April 2nd, okay? So it's not going to be around forever. However... I don't necessarily want to see reskin versions of this monkey or any or the the beta monkey either because that's that's gonna cheapen the the achievement. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. I mean, they've already done it ten billion times, and obviously, I over exaggerate. A lot of high um, numbers on this but, show today. I've noticed, but, but they've already done it a lot of times <laughs> with the the annual mount that you got. You know. Right. Uh, with with the with the lion. Yeah. Um. And they already cheapened that to all get out. Um. In fact, they they have one that looks almost exactly like the one that you got for your annual. It's very subtle, to where you have to look really closely at them mm. <laughs> and tell that, oh, this guy was uh, subscribed for a whole year, or this guy just got it from the crown store. You know, I mean, they're they're so similar. I don't want to see them doing that with a monkey. I mean, the uh, the Madcap Jester monkey, for anybody who's not looking at the image, does look very, very different from the, the, the beta monkey. I'm just, I'm worried about in the future if they're going to come out with more monkeys and more monkeys. And then now you got one that looks just like the one is if you were a beta member. And I think those should be very unique. Yeah, and, and I and I I agree with that. And Zoss, if you're listening, um, you know, please please understand that you know we we know that you you know you, pets uh, pets are awesome and they they sell very well, and and that's important. Um, but uh, please please keep in mind that you know s- some things in in the game were given out as as trophies, and if you can you know do whatever you can to make sure that those still remain as unique as possible. Um, that's going to build up a lot of goodwill too, um, and has maintained a lot of a lot of goodwill uh, for for from your from your uh, longest uh, and most loyal uh, players. So um, so please be aware that this is this is kind of the you know uh, the one trophy that's that's left for for beta players, and uh, you know the the Madcap Chester Monkey is kind of 
straying, you know, really close on that. So let's, if you could please keep that in mind, I think I think there'd be a lot of people out there that that become grateful later on if if their uh, beta monkey is no longer um, touched. Don't touch my monkey. Don't touch my monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to touch your monkey? It's in your mailbox. <laughs> well, at least Melvin Taco, don't put it in your mouth. <laughs> oh God! Ah! <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, we've gone too far. We have. Yes, we've we've passed the point of return. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I think this is a great time to end uh, this this uh, particular mini blog, uh, this hour long mini blog. <laughs> uh, just to reiterate again, guys. Uh, number one. Um, you know, thank you for listening, of course. Uh, but uh, just to reiterate, all right, we don't anticipate another episode of Classic Elder Scrolls coming out, um, at least for a couple of months yet. So once Mike gets things, you know, figured out and he'll be back, Classic will be back, and that's that's where uh, that's where we're going to be. Um, and uh, you know, hopefully, like I said, there's a lot of going on in in everyone's personal lives right now. I I I I, I hate saying that because I know it always sounds like you know, oh, what's a Varwin hiding? Um, no, it's true. It's just been a, a, a weird strain <laughs> really of nice. uh, coincidences where, and, and and honestly, it's not even just with a host either. It's uh, the community at large. A lot of uh, a lot of friends I've talked to and everything. They. Um, they got stuff going on. It's just everybody's got, and I'm talking like life changing incidents. Like you know, for for me myself, you know, I, I changed jobs, and then now I'm in a new job. Now I'm changing positions and uh, time schedules, and you know, I mean, everybody has different things going on. But I mean, major life changing, you know, situations. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, this is, it's, it's weird. It, it really is unusual how, how these things are happening, but, um, you know, sometimes look, it's like, it's Murphy's law, you know, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, so I know Liz has got stuff going on right now. Um, Mike's, Mike's got stuff going on right now. Um, not too sure about, about, uh, about Mark. Um, I know he's, he's got a lot of things going on right now, but he's still able to get uh, QG D and D out. So that's another thing, and then it's just um, been crazy. It's just been crazy. It has. It really has. So you know, we'll see. We'll see what uh, we'll see what ends up happening. Um, we, we're taking we're taking this kind of like week by week. So you know, um, if any big news comes out next week, uh, I I will put something out. Hopefully, I can uh, you know grab somebody for a few moments or a few people for a few moments, and we'll 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 see what happens. It's all timing and scheduling, and we're going to do this week by week. So I can't really promise much for the next two months, three months. It's going to seem volatile. Um, and it is it's, it is what it is, unfortunately. So uh, hang hang with us, <laughs> and uh, we, we, will, we will be continuing to, uh, to bring content to you guys, of course, as, as always. Um, all right, final thoughts with, uh, with you, Zeph. Uh, well, you know, I had a good time discussing everything that uh, is coming out um, or has come out for some PC users. Um, really looking forward to finding out what the heck is going on with ESO Live. And uh, just appreciate everybody tuning in and uh, listening to our mini blog and uh, make sure we move it forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just to reiterate, guys, 
uh, or, or actually just to, to kind of just state it. Um, so uh, go go check out the brand new questgamingnetwork.com. Okay, uh, QGNCon 2018 tickets are on sale. Uh, oh that, my God. that is uh, uh, Saturday, July 28th at 3 p.m. at the Baseball Center in Manhattan. Uh, QGNCon tickets uh, are, are available at questgamingnetwork.com as well as our Discord server, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We have a Discord server, and you are cordially invited as a listener of Quest Gaming Network. All of our listeners are welcome to join our Discord server. Just hop right on in. And, uh, of course, if you're looking for an invite to the guild, you can always message me on our PC North American Guild at Evarwin, E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. Send me uh, send me uh, an email in-game. I'll be more than happy to send you a uh, an invite to our our guild, um, and uh, and that's it. There's lots of ways that you can um, you can sponsor us uh, on on questgamingnetwork.com. Uh, so so check us out. We've got a brand new reform Patreon. Um, I know that uh, I get a lot of compliments now on on how uh, Patreon has been reformed. There's a lot of great stuff to Patreon, including um, some uh, benefits with Discord. As well as benefits with QGNCon 2018. Uh, even, a, even a $3 sponsorship on Patreon gets you a free QGNCon ticket. And if you come, a free t-shirt that's a uh, $100 value for $3 a month for the year. Literally. That's amazing. Yeah, it's eight, the, the QGNCon ticket's $80. T-shirt's $20. If you, if you subscribe to our Patreon account for $3 a month... And you come to uh, QGNCon, you get the ticket for free, you get the t-shirt for free. It's a $100 value. And we're going to feed you all day at QGNCon. <laughs> like it's just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like way more than enough. Like it's, yeah. I mean. Uh, a lot the, of food. Yeah. I, yes. Just feeding a person alone in Manhattan for the entire day, you're getting basically lunch and dinner with us uh, all day long. Um, it's That's at least per person. I would say it's close to another hundred dollar value maybe maybe like a seven well, depends eight? on how much you eat because it's 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 kind of like almost unlimited yeah you just eat you just keep eating yeah <laughs> no literally like that was the case i mean um we had uh we i don't know how many pizzas we ordered but um it was really all you can eat um you know my i think my father had like three slices of pizza i think my partner came from work he had uh two or three as uh, his wife was there she had like one or two, but we just had like a whole large. Yeah, I we just kept ordering. Like I, I was so freaking hungry. I had like four slices of pizza myself, and we still had ton. We actually had like three pies that that no one had touched, and everyone had their fill of pizza. Yeah. So it was mm-hmm. a lot of freaking food. It was good stuff. And there was hot dogs. It was another thing. Yep. So it's it's just a fun it's a fun family event. QGN Con. It really is. So and. You know, yeah. For... I mean, aside from all of that, I would also like to invite everybody. When I say everybody, I mean everybody. Come out and watch us on late night Elder Scrolls. Oh! A lot of fun. Yes, giving out prizes, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. That, actually, yes, Have a good time. Yes, uh, we are now. Uh, we are now one of the uh, lucky few who are able to give out uh, fifteen hundred crown packs. At late night Elder Scrolls on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash quest gaming network. 
Monday through Tuesday, uh, Friday through Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday night at 2 a.m. Eastern. Okay, I know it's late, uh, but some of you folks that listen to us from across the pond, it's uh, right about uh, right about the time you start walking into work. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jump in there, have fun, and listen. Right now, we've got some goals. Our goals change, and if we meet our goal. For that particular evening, let's say we want to get like 20, av- 20 people on average in our chat room. We give out a free uh, 1,500 crown pack in Elder Scrolls Online to one of our followers in the chat room that night. That's it. So. Huzzah. Huzzah. We have a good time. We have a good time yeah. with that. Uh, which we, I think we're going to be doing tomorrow, right? Yeah. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yep. And uh, Guild Night uh, is a part of Late Night Elder Scrolls now. Um, Was it uh, Friday night, essentially? Yeah, Friday night. So Friday night's Guild Night. Um, So yeah, so all you Elder Scrolls off the record, ESOTR Guild Mates, come out for for Guild Night, Friday night. Yeah, come on out for all the shenanigans. Last time we did... uh... Speed runs. Mm. We did we did competing speed runs through dungeons. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good time. All right, all right. Well, we are going to go. Uh, I want to just say uh, congratulations to PlayStation Four uh, and Xbox One folks. Uh, you've got a real a real sharp uh, update there in update seventeen. And if you have the ability to jump into Dragon Bones, I highly recommend it. As always, take care, be safe, and. May the force be with you.